0: Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have...
1: Bizdira. Kit. Briathos.
0: And Flick. Hey, y'all. This is our very first episode, and I'm really excited to get started with this brand new campaign, so let's jump right in. Sounds great to me. Absolutely. Let's do it. Your perception is completely overloaded. Every single one of your senses is so intensely stimulated that you can't tell if you're experiencing an incredibly loud noise, a blindingly bright explosion, or the most intense physical pain imaginable. Whatever it is, it isn't pleasant. And then, as if things weren't bad enough, something goes wrong. You're not sure how you know, and you're not really sure what's supposed to happen, you just know it isn't this. The sensations intensify, and how can they possibly intensify? And then it's as if your entire being, your body, your mind, your soul, all of you, hits a brick wall at a million miles an hour. You can feel yourself rebound off of some sort of barrier, and then... you know no more. Which is admittedly an improvement. Sometime later, you have no idea how long, you begin to become aware of a light tapping on your face and hands, as if someone is blowing little puffs of air all over you. As your sense of touch continues to return, you realize it isn't air, but water. You recognize the drops as they splash and begin to dampen your clothes. Smell and taste return next, and you're inundated with the thick, heavy smell of wet earth and plant life humid air thick with pollen and life lies heavy on your tongue Your sense of hearing returns next and you know now for certain that it's raining you can hear the steady patter of rain falling on leaves and soft ground can we have everybody make constitution saving throws for me please
1: oh, starting this game out right with a quit fail
0: all right bizdira good so that's not great. <laughs> Uh, Kit, what do you have?
2: Can you remind me which dice I'm supposed yes, to Yes, the
0: D20, the uh, 20-sided one. <laughs> the best one. All right. I rolled one. a 14. A 14, and plus your constitution modifier. And
3: now plus one. So plus one. So 15. So 15. All right.
0: Uh, Briathos.
3: I am also a 15.
0: Great. And Flick. I'm a 16. A 16. All right. So, Flick, you're the first to begin to regain consciousness. Okay. Okay. Um, And as you open your eyes, uh, you see that you are in some sort of a forest clearing. And as you begin to sit up, your head sort of spinning, you're not really sure how you got here or where here is. All that you can remember is a voice, the voice that you remember guiding you from your family into your new life. And it's saying, Whatever happens, you must consecrate the temple. Consecrate the temple. And as the voice fades, you look around, and right about then, uh, Briathos and Kit also begin to sit up and sort of shake their heads and look around. And Briathos, as you sit up and, and take stock of where you are, you suddenly have a flash, a vision. And the vision is of you and the other three individuals that you saw lying on the ground with you here in this clearing, trekking through an unfamiliar wilderness. You, Briathos, unerringly are leading your companions through treacherous terrain toward your goal. You know that as soon as you crest the next hill, your goal will finally be in sight, and then the vision vanishes and you're back in the clearing. Kit, you, Remember feeling a sense of great peace, a contentment that there was a true balance in the world, and that you knew that you had played a role in that. You get the briefest glimpse of a civilization living in perfect harmony with nature, and then your vision, too, is gone, and you are as well in the clearing. Now, the three of you look around, and you see that there happens to be a fourth person with you. And she does not seem to have regained consciousness. She's she's lying on the ground. She's actually snoring ever so slightly. She looks she's fairly a, peaceful considering sleeper. what's just happened. <laughs> but uh but she's she has not regained consciousness.
3: Um is this a <laughs> is this a we are slowly getting up situation? Like how groggy are we feeling?
0: You I mean it's it's quite the morning after hangover. So you're not unable to stand, but it doesn't feel awesome. And it you know takes a minute to get your, your balance and your equilibrium back.
4: I wish I wasn't able to relate to that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> How far yeah. is she from us?
0: Um, you're all sort of within about a 15-foot radius of each other. So nobody's very far from each other. As you get up uh, and begin to process what is around you, you do notice that in the very center of this clearing is an unassuming, overgrown structure. Uh, the is dense all around, but as I said, this area is sort of clear, and above the clearing is an almost perfect circle of sky, as if the trees uh, hit some sort of a barrier with their branches and the canopy there. Uh, the building itself is a pretty small, unassuming square stone edifice. Uh, and as you sort of glance at it you can see that it was there are carvings and bas-reliefs covering much of it um but you're a little too far away to see it closely and it the building is pretty overgrown with vines and things like that so it's it's hard to make out.
4: Uh Flick is going to immediately kind of grope on his person uh, searching for all of his belongings. That sounds like uh, a personal moment his... that you didn't need to. <laughs> I know. Show this, but okay. <laughs> well, you never know, I guess. Whatever you want. He is going to search around and make sure that he has all of his belongings, and he's especially going to clutch his chest and make sure his amulet is on his person.
0: Yeah, everything is uh, exactly where it should be. The amulet is there. Your pack is right next to you on the ground, and nothing's missing out of it from a, a quick cursory examination. Okay, great. Um, Kit and uh, Briathos, anything that you guys are doing?
3: Uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to take everything in for a minute. Sure. Uh, especially the building, I'm gonna kind of stare at that. Um, and mm-hmm. also, is there is there anything in this area that looks somewhat similar to this hill that I kind of had in the vision, or anything that triggers that?
0: Sure. Give me give me a perception check. Let's see what you can sort of take in in this moment.
3: 18.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, first, the the building. You sort of look at it, and uh, you can see that on the side that's facing the four of you, there is a door. It was sort of hard to make out because it's the same sort of stone that makes up the walls. But there is some sort of of door there that is carved uh, again with some sort of image on it. But from where you are, you you can't quite make it out between between the vines and the the erosion of the of of the years. Um, sort of looking around at the rest of the clearing and the forests that are surrounding you. It's sort of hard to get much of a a view of the landscape around you more than maybe 100 feet or so, uh, because the jungle, or sorry, the forest begins to get quite thick around you. Um, It looks like certainly the hills that you were trying to see uh, in your vision, that you saw in your vision, certainly the hill that you saw in your vision uh, was forested, was covered in trees. So it's not unreasonable to think that this was uh, a similar place, but you don't really get any details.
3: Okay. Um, and then at that point, once I mm-hmm. kind of get my bearings, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to head over to the sleeping one.
0: Okay. She's got you, you like, it's hard to tell, <laughs> but you're pretty sure that there's a little bit of drool. It might be just the rain, but, like.
3: Uh, it's
1: drool. It's definitely it's drool. <laughs> for sure drool. <laughs> as soon as Kit
2: sees that Bria is going over to the sleeping one, she's going to follow her. Okay. Make sure. Sleeping one is all right.
4: Great. I will make all three of us. Okay.
0: She, I mean, she's like breathing very loudly. (laughs) She's fine. She's just not conscious.
3: Just to be clear, these are not people that I have seen before in my life. Is that right?
0: Other than the vision that you had when you woke up, you don't remember any of them from before, no. But you also, um, as you sort of see them and think about it, uh, Bria you realize that you're sort of missing a a bit of time. Um, You remember leaving uh, the boarding school and uh, heading toward a place that you had been called to, and that's sort of the last thing you remember. Um, So there's clearly some time missing between then and you appearing here in this forest. Okay. And all of you, uh, as you take in each other, have similar experiences that you left your homes There's some missing time, and now you're here.
1: Am I awake yet?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You crit failed, lady. You are not awake yet. (laughs) I'm gonna
3: look at the two people next to me to see if they're going to do anything.
0: Okay. The um the the female that's that's near you uh sort of seems you know unassuming and and somewhat familiar, but um. There is, there is a tiefling also in the clearing there, uh, and that's
4: not scary, but certainly a little unusual. Flick will immediately put his hood up, covering <laughs> his horns.
3: I will also put my hood up. N-
4: not covering your horns. <laughs> not covering my horns.
3: Uh, I'll Since no one is doing anything, uh, Love it. Bria, Bria will. Um, uh, I'll... I'll I'll, like, touch her, like, her shoulder. I'll push on her shoulder to see if it wakes her up.
0: She sort of, like, turns over and, like, swats your hand away.
1: Five more minutes.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, But she did respond, so it actually seems like she's not, like, unconscious, injured unconscious. She's just now, at this point, just sleeping.
4: (laughs) Flick nods his head in Mm -hmm. approval. (laughs) Fast gonna, friends.
3: Bria will whisper in her ear, hello.
0: Uh, Excuse me. At Excuse this me. point, Vizdira, you do sort of start awake and you see two women and a, and a hooded uh, figure sort of looming over you. Uh, and like one of them is talking to you. <laughs>
1: uh, Vizdira will just kind of look up at her and be like, how much did I drink last night? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Like we'll Trying say a a good question. Bizdira.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, art reflects life, right? <laughs> I guess so, yeah.
0: Um so Bizdira, as you uh as you say that, um, your head clears just a little bit as well, and you too uh remember a voice.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um you know that this voice is the voice of your father. You've heard it many times over the years. Um and you remember just before that explosion of sensations, you remember him saying to you, prepare the way, daughter. Okay. And then it fades. Great.
1: Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> A little more information would be nice.
4: <laughs> now I've got spell on my head. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Should start tallying the music theater references that happen yeah. during this Or just episodes. regular references in general. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Perfect. Ah, um. Okay. Go ahead, Bizdira.
1: Yeah, uh, Bizdira will kind of, like, lean back away from Bria, who she doesn't know as Bria, and just kind of sit up and be like, um, hi. Who
0: are you? (laughs) And this is the perfect time, now that you are all awake and acknowledging each other's presence, for us to really quickly go around and just sort of describe to me uh, what your characters look like. What are the other people in this clearing seeing? Bizdira, let's start with you.
1: Oh, great. Um... (laughs) I'd say Bazdira is about on the higher end of five feet tall. Okay. Um. So she, so very short. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for that. Yeah. You're welcome. Um. She is well. I mean, not like five foot zero. I mean, like. Five, seven, five, oh, five, oh yeah. on a the scale
0: of between five and six <laughs> feet
1: Five six on the higher end
0: of- i was like how are you <laughs> on the higher end of five zero? what is it as opposed no, no, to five so you're five zero and three no, quarters
1: correct no she's not gonna be like six feet tall but she's gonna be, oh i know, got you okay so she's about true. five
0: seven five eight fine yeah
1: kind of kind of gangly kind of like all limbs okay um she's got kind of like a grayish tint to her skin
0: oh okay interesting what's she wearing um,
1: She's wearing just very simple like she looks like she's wearing comfy pajamas, okay, great. um but she does have like a cloak with a hood, and mm-hmm. um underneath the hood, you can kind of see like a little piece of um not plastic, I'd say probably wood, yeah, definitely peeking not out. plastic, yeah <laughs> um, but she right now like you can see her face and she is like okay. pretty like very light eyes and. Kind of silvery hair peeking out.
0: Gotcha. And uh, what does she have with her? She's got a pack. She's Uh, got a pack. Does she have any weapons Um, on her or anything else that's visible?
1: She has a short sword strapped to her waist. Okay, great. Uh, And that's about all you can see. Okay.
0: Kit. Mm -hmm. Why don't you tell us about Kit?
1: Well,
2: so Kit is rather short. (laughs) She is closer to five foot. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's wearing very simple brown like traveler's clothes kind of so Mm -hmm. that she can get around easily um she's pretty nondescript except that she has really bright red curly hair Yes, that she tries to keep pulled back but often like gets in the way love that um and has bright green eyes
0: yes um great and uh what does she have with her she's got she's also got a pack filled with supplies Uh, what else is visible
2: yes a Pack filled with supplies, she also has um, a wooden shield that she carries with her. Great. And a quarter staff, oh,
0: as alrighty. well as
2: some leather armor.
0: Ah, so she's decked out. Yeah. I love it. Okay, uh, Briathos. Bria, what you got for us?
3: So I also am on the higher end of my feet. Oh, for heaven's um, sake. What does that mean? <laughs> does that
0: mean higher. you're five and three quarters or you're five ten?
3: <laughs> I am actually five ten wonderful guests. Great, thanks. Um, You also have seen my sheets, so... I have, but I did not remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So tall, um, wouldn't necessarily say gangly, like average weight. Sure. Um, Very pale skin, um, nondescript brown hair, um, and very, very, very light brown eyes. Um, Okay. She is holding two short swords and two daggers. Um, And... all in one hand she's very nimble like that all in one hand (laughs) she's actually juggling them (laughs) (laughs) she has very large hands
4: oh you're a bard
3: (laughs) Um, great so so that's what she's doing Um, her clothes again are pretty nondescript same thing she's got a hood Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. probably more in kind of the greenery color it might actually match uh, very similarly to um, the setting that we're in
0: okay
4: great uh, and Flick, tell us about Flick. Well, Flick, uh, he kind of blends into the crowd a little bit. <laughs> um, no, Does he's he very though? clearly a tiefling. Yeah, not so much. Um, he's got sort of luminescent crimson skin um, that you really can only see his face, his hands, and his uh, medium sized tail uh, protruding from his robes, his black robes. Oh. And uh, he's got his hood up to hide his. Um, his horns, he's got like medium sized horns on the top of his head. Mm -hmm. And uh, he wears, he has a shield with him that has uh, a symbol of a lit candle. Um, And he has the same symbol around his neck and uh, he's holding, or let's see, he has a javelin. Um, And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything noticeable about, Flick, Great. At this time,
0: um, let me have all four of you make. I will buy either perception or insight. If one of them is better, you can use that. But let me have those rolls from everybody. And
2: that's again the twenty sided. Yes, right.
0: yes, ma'am. So let's start with flick this time. Flick, what's your number?
4: Crit. Okay. Hey, first thing well, of the day. Okay. What? What? Mm-hmm. Woo! Uh,
0: Bria. Uh,
3: it's a six. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well, it wasn't a one. Bizdira?
1: Bizdira's is twenty.
0: Hey, n- uh, natural or modded? Modded. Okay, and Kit. Uh, fourteen.
1: Fourteen.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. um, so Flick and Bizdira, um, you both noticed something about the three ladies that are here in the clearing. Um, you all have very different colors of hair and colors of eyes, but there's something just about the shape of your face, the line of your noses, uh, that is familiar and similar in the three of you. Um, And that's just something that as you're sort of taking stock of your fellow clearing inhabitants, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the name phrase. of the podcast, "The Clearing that's Inhabitors." Great. Uh, that's just something that you two notice uh, about the okay. three the three women.
3: Can I roll? Uh, I'm assuming religion to mm-hmm. see if I know anything about what's on this tiefling, this lit candle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Go for it.
3: Wonderful. <laughs> uh, Seventeen.
0: Oh yeah. So um, that's a not uncommon. Uh, holy symbol uh, that you've seen before. It is the symbol of the god Deneer, who um, you don't know a ton about. You know that he is the god of art and writing and scholarly pursuits like that.
3: I... Sorry, Bria is um, less wary of the tiefling now.
0: Okay, great. Um, So... We spent some time introducing ourselves, but uh, Bizdira definitely just said, uh, who are you all?
3: Bria will introduce herself first since she's in her ear. (laughs) Are
1: you still that close to my face?
3: (laughs) I was whispering. Okay. So I'll introduce myself to everyone as Briathos um, and insist upon everyone calling me Bria.
4: (laughs) Great. deer
1: just kind of looks at, gives you uh, Bria the side eye, and is like, "Okay, <laughs> hello."
4: Flick will simply nod to everyone and say, "The name's Flick," and that's all he'll say. That was so masculine.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know it's, it's so bizarre. Hey. Be nice. Yeah. No, it's just I'm not used to.
0: <laughs> d- d- stop. Dig up. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. <clears throat> Carry um, on.
1: Kit will
2: also introduce herself just to say I'm Kit and you are since now we just have one unknown left
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, she'll just kind of look at everyone in turn and say this Dira just kind of nod her head
0: so much nodding (laughs)
4: now that everyone has (laughs) now that everyone has introduced themselves Flick will look back to the stone structure Mm -hmm. and kind of gesture to it and say shall we
1: Sure. Vizier is just going to get at the, like, okay, and stand up. But as she stands up, she's going to pull the wood piece, and she pulls down a mask over her face. Ooh. It's very, um, very ornate, carved. Not No, like, defining symbols, but just, like, intricate.
0: Does the mask have a particular expression, or is it, like, a very neutral sort of?
1: Very neutral. Like, the only thing you can really tell, like, are her eyes, and that's it. But great. the mouth is shut, so when she speaks, it's a little muffled.
0: And does the mask cover uh, Bizdir's whole face, or is it a half mask, or how much of it? Whole face. Whole face, okay, yeah. great. So Bizdira pulls that down and goes with Fleck over to the building. What about you other two, Kit and Bria?
2: So Kit's going to take a look at Bria and ask, do you have any idea where we are?
3: <laughs> Bria's going to laugh at that because she thinks it's a little bit crazy that these other two just started gallivanting over to the building um and tell her no uh and uh kind of shrug at that but i'm gonna take out um all of my cartographer's tools um, Mm -hmm. and kind of start sketching very quickly as i'm walking over um to the building
0: sure totally um Keep track of sort of where you're mapping and sketching, and we'll do a little check for that a little bit later to see, you know, how well you're able to keep track of things. Okay. Um. Good. Okay, so uh, Flick and Bizdira head over, and then um, Bria, you said that you're heading over as you sketch?
3: Correct, yes.
0: Kit, you're going with her?
2: Yeah, or- Kit kind of looks around her and eventually decides, all right, well, I guess... Guess we're doing this and follows
4: her
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so we're doing this reference number two tweet us and tell us what that reference was Um, okay so you all get over to this again relatively small sort of unassuming building um and you can see more clearly that, that it's not just the encroaching vines uh, and things that have grown up on this building that are obscuring the carvings. It's very, very old. The, the carvings have been eroded by time and weather to the point where seeing any or identifying any real details is almost impossible, except for the door. Um, the door is inset just enough that it seems like it's been protected from the worst of the elements, and it's still quite faded but you can sort of see uh, what the carving on the door is. In the very center of the door is a sort of symbol. It's a large circle surrounded by four smaller circles, one at the top, one at the bottom, and one to the left and the right. And these smaller circles are connected by straight lines that cross in the very center of the larger circle.
4: Can I roll religion to see if... Your
0: faces are all amazing. (laughs) You're all so confused. Yes, you can roll religion to see if you can identify it. Sure.
1: I just loved how Flick's face just went straight up to the microphone like this. Like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) I have a question and I don't remember
0: what it is. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled an 18. Story of my life. Um, So you have spent time studying the various religions of your home. And this one is not ringing any bells. It is not a symbol that you remember ever having seen before.
4: Okay.
3: Just to be clear, mm-hmm. this symbol, I've got kind of where the circles are in my mind. Um, is it kind of like a T in the middle with how they're connected?
0: Yes, and the cross of the T is right in the very center of the bigger circle.
3: Okay. Um, can it be, is it, is it etched into the stone or is it something that's popping out of the stone?
0: It's more of a bas-relief, so yeah, it's coming out a little bit.
3: Um, I would like to grab the one on the right and see if I okay. can pull it down.
0: Okay. Um, you sort of grab it and you can definitely get your fingers sort of around the smaller circle, but it's it's clearly solidly stuck into the door. It doesn't move.
3: Okay. Can I push it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that that was not the first thing that people decided to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mess
4: with the carving. No, just push it open. I'll go up to it. I'm not going to push it immediately. Oh, no. Make me a strength check.
3: I have a negative one for strength.
4: Super excited about this.
3: <laughs> and I fucking crit.
0: You yes, crit. you did. <laughs> so
4: this, this
0: small, not so small. She's five ten. Uh, woman just really puts her shoulder into pushing the door, and like does the thing where like her feet are sort of moving in place as she tries to like push this door, but it's not going anywhere. Um, and as you get you sort of your right up on it, so as you sort of look more closely, you can see that it's clearly supposed to be a door like the way that it's inset in the wall and it's the shape and correct size for a door. But as you look at the seams, you can actually see that there there don't seem to be any actual seams between this stone door and the stone of the walls. It all looks like one big piece of, of stone.
1: Bizdira is going to giggle a little bit at uh, Bria as she's
3: like pushing on the door. Bria is going to give her the dirtiest look.
2: <laughs> uh, Bria, are you still trying, are you still working on the door or have you given up?
3: I think <laughs> I, w- I would assume that I felt pretty good about how I was pushing and the amount of strength that I was putting into it. You so did. I think I'm good. And actually with <laughs> with uh, what Bazira said, I'm gonna give her a really dirty look and then I'm gonna walk away like, you can do this. Enjoy.
4: Oh, Flick is gonna smirk a little bit and start slow clapping. Oh. <laughs> I can already
0: see where the battle lines are gonna be drawn in this party. Yeah,
2: and <laughs> Kit like oh. kind of like took a step forward to like help, but then steps back when Bria is like, "Nope,
0: N- nope." A-
1: alliances oh. are already happening. I see it, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um, Bazir will start just like go up to the door and start just kind of like feeling around and mm-hmm. all the etchings. <laughs>
0: You can like, give, me a, you, you. give me a perception check.
1: Okay. It's
0: 15? Um, yeah, so as you're sort of touching on it, you can see, obviously, the symbol is is in relief, so it's sort of popping out. It feels like there were other carvings or there are other, like there is other texture in the door but it's so worn like clearly it got worn away more than the the symbol itself did there was there used to be something else there but i mean you can only just barely feel it uh, and certainly can't
4: really see it right do you relay?
1: yeah (laughs) yeah i'll tell you there's 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 more here than meets the eye um, so
0: is that is that what Bazir sounds like? There's more, here. There's more <laughs> here? I think I think that has to be I think that's Canon now.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, it's just like she's just being kind of a smart ass. Okay. Um, remind Shocking. me again what this, yeah, remind me again what this uh, structure looks like in an entirety. Not just, just the
0: a square, it's sort of a perfectly cube, <clears throat> excuse me, it's sort of a perfectly cube stone structure in the mid, right
4: in the very center of this clearing. You said there are vines and like plants kind of growing up, up
0: on the walls. Yeah, they don't seem to really have encroached on the door, but up on the walls and and around all the all the other sides of the building that you that you haven't uh, taken a look at. Yeah, you can see that there are vines and things. Flick
4: will go he's sort of like in front of the door at mm-hmm. the moment. He's going to go over to the side and start yanking the vines off of the structure
0: to the side of, on this wall. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you can pull it down and it does, you can sort of see uh, more of the carvings and the, um, the sculptures and things in the wall. Um, again, a lot of the obscuring nests, that's not a word. Of the, of the carvings is because of just time and erosion, but you can get a slightly clearer glimpse when you clear the, the vegetation away. You can make out, in a couple of places, you can make out what look like maybe like humanoid figures. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of places where you can sort of make out what might be like landscapes, but it's it's all really, it, you can't really get any detail.
4: Gotcha.
2: So Kit still wants to figure out where the fuck we are. Um, <laughs> and she wonders if she can look at the vegetation and mm-hmm. see if that gives her a clue if this is, like, a place that she has any knowledge of or if the plants will give her a clue of that.
0: I love that. Give me a nature check.
2: Sure. Uh, ten.
0: Okay. Um, so, <laughs> you well, but you can still get some information on it because you're sort of looking and you, um, you kind of recognize the vines and the plants that are growing up around this building mm-hmm. um. You can identify them as, like, a fairly common vine that grows in sort of temperate forests um, in your homeland. But they're slightly different. Like, you look at the leaves and, like, there's one extra, like, what do you call it? There's one extra, like, finger on the okay. leaf. You know what I mean? Like, like an oak leaf has three, right? Yeah. And so if this was supposed to have three, it would have four. Um and the vines themselves are like, they're just not, they're, they're a little off, right? They're, they're a funny color, or they're thicker than you're used to seeing these types of plants grow.
4: So they're, they're familiar, but somehow different. Flick notices her investigating the plant life, mm-hmm. and asks her, um, he says, well... Do you know anything about this? <laughs> <laughs> um, is this is this a thing you do? What can you tell me?
2: Um, and uh, Kit's going to relay that, yes, this is sort of familiar, but slightly different. Seems that we are not in Kansas anymore. Oh, I was going to say it.
0: but
4: yes. the- <laughs> I was <laughs> waiting I'm for so somebody happy. to say it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank three. you so much.
2: <laughs> Number three.
0: <laughs> and then immediately Flick, uh, Bizdira, and Briathos all go, where's kansas <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i was going to say kansas
4: interesting kansas is that where you're from kansas. what is
1: this kansas <laughs> oh Lord. and kit Here just says don't worry about don't it don't worry about it <laughs> yeah for real
0: <laughs> i love the idea that like kit has some like inexplicable knowledge of pop culture on earth yes <laughs> that is a thing specifically now. in the united just states li- like she doesn't really understand any of it either just like Every now and again, a phrase will flash to her. Yes. Sure. (laughs) Uh,
1: Vizier would like to kind of start walking along the side of the building, kind of not pulling down the vines like Flick did, but just kind of like moving them aside and still kind of feeling around etchings and things.
0: Sure. Uh, so let's say you're sort of going around the building clockwise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you move around to that wall. And as you're sort of clearing things, you see that the the figures and the carvings continue. And in a couple of places, you can sort of make out things a little more clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, a human humanoid figure here, um, a mountain or a, or a river there. But at the center of the wall, um, just to the side of where the door was, so you you go around to one one wall adjacent, mm-hmm. um, and at the center of it, there's sort of a uh, an indentation in the center of that wall, and it's uh, it's shaped like a four side a four pointed star, like a, a square but with the sides concave in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not ornate. It's not like it was. It's not like it's a design. It's just a sort of like four-sided or four-pointed star-shaped hole in the center of this wall
1: okay um she kind of calls out to everybody and it's like hey um does anyone recognize this or have anything that would fit in this maybe it's a mechanism of some kind
0: yeah it's about Mm. mm, it's like maybe the size of like your head it's not it's not (laughs) huge but like well it's not like taking up the whole wall is the point Right. It's just right in the center.
3: So when Bizdera was doing that at the same time, Bria mm-hmm. was walking the opposite direction.
0: Okay. And also checking out the wall.
3: And still drawing out maps and things.
0: Okay. So you sort of, as you're looking at these things, um, you're able to, uh, on on that side, on that wall, that side of the building, um, there's one sort of humanoid carving that seems to be like raising its arms up to the sky. It's like the most clear figure you've been able to find and it's sort of like raising its arms up to the sky um it's all you can really make out but at the center of your wall there is uh an identical to the one that bizdira just found uh four-pointed star-shaped indentation or hole right in the center of the wall
3: so i am assuming that at the same time we both call out
0: (laughs) hey guys come (laughs) look at this gee i wonder who's gonna go which way
3: (laughs) everybody's gonna
1: go the opposite way of me <laughs> mm,
4: flick where are you going um well i was to the like i was over on the what would be the counterclock side okay um so i'll go over with bria okay and kit where are you going I'm, if anywhere
2: I'm also gonna go over to Bria. Okay, Bria has you. So like, hey guys, come look, look at this. You
0: know and you hear them walking away from you. Uh, so the two of you go around to where Kit is, and you see this this indentation in the wall. Miss you're like, guys. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. Just nobody. Whatever. Yeah. She hears <laughs> footsteps,
4: and yet they're walking away from her. <laughs> um,
1: how well, unusual. Aw.
2: <laughs> Kit's going to call out to and ask what she sees as she's taking in the wall on the side that Bri is at.
0: Oh, there you
1: go. Um, she'll, she'll relay. It's like the indentation, four-pointed mm-hmm. star. Something might go in here. I don't know. It's so a puzzle. We've-
4: <laughs> <laughs> so we've made it over to... The indentation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yes. So Bria, Bria, Kit, and Flick are all at the indentation on the, on the counterclockwise side.
3: On Bria's sheet where she's kind of drawing this area, um, mm-hmm. she's going to draw a very elaborate drawing of this very simple four-pointed star and show it off to everyone.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me
0: a... <sighs> We're going to call it a sleight-of-hand roll. Are you proficient in sleight-of-hand? No. Okay, so we're, we're going to add a new skill for you, which is cartography and sketching. And okay. you will be proficient in that because that's your uh, guild artisan feature. Um, so it'll be a dexterity cartography check. Um, and so you'll add your proficiency bonus to this. We'll also have an intelligence cartography check when you're actually making maps. And that will be to see how accurate the maps are. Um, but in terms of just, like, pure skill at the drawing, we'll call it a dexterity cartography. Okay. It's a six. <laughs> it's, like, mostly the same shape. <laughs> but she just, but the, the, problem, the problem is that, like, she's not bad at drawing. She just got, like, overexcited about, like, curly-queuing it up and making it fancy and elaborate. And it just sort of, like, lost—she lost the thread somewhere.
3: Absolutely. That is 100% what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and i'm waiting for your responses please
4: <laughs> flick nods his head and smiles a little bit obviously fake yeah i was just going to say says, give me a
0: deception roll but if it's <laughs> obviously fake that's fine
4: yeah that's and- he says that looks great oh
2: and kit just kind of like gives her a smile grimace kind of and says i'm going to go check out what bizdira what's happening on that
3: side and like awkwardly shuffles away it's like we'll
4: quickly follow her
3: bria <laughs> bria like sits in the corner and is like stupid stupid
4: stupid!"
3: and then can, can hear
2: her saying that and immediately feels terrible and like goes over to her and like <laughs> pats her on the shoulder and says no 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 it's it's really great. I just, we just need to figure out what's happening. Oh, so, sweet Pete, I'm yeah. gonna need
0: you to make me a deception roll for that one. This is also
3: oh, a podcast, no. so no one can see me. I am like legit about to cry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, no. Briathos, give me an insight check. Oh, did you just crit fail? I got a three. Oh dear. <laughs> well, you, uh, you know what, Briathos, Bria might crit fail. So give me, give me an insight check, Bria. Oh no. Oh no.
3: It's a, a twelve.
0: <laughs> okay, so yeah, she's like, she's she's clearly trying to m- make you feel better, but also she's super lying. It's not good.
3: Uh, and uh, I'll like, kind of embarrassly hide my tears, oh. um, and then I'll, I'll give her a little smile to be like to, just to be grateful that she tried to cheer me up.
0: <laughs> it's good to know that whatever D and D race we pick, we're all damaged goods. <laughs> <laughs> we're
4: all a little bit broken. <laughs> we are.
0: Oh, they absolutely are. Okay. Flick
4: has gone over to, uh, we have to leave that for a minute. Flick <laughs> has gone over to Bizdira's side of the building. Uh, yes. He goes over there and sees the exact same thing. Yep. And says, I sense a pattern. <laughs> oh, boy. <sure>. Bizdira so- <laughs> literally like, so stifles he's her laughter. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually going to proceed uh, to the opposite end of what would be the door, correct?
0: Yeah, so like the the back, if you think of the door side. Yes, the he's going to proceed that way. And there is there again carvings, blah blah blah, and in the center is an I- a third identical indentation.
4: Great. He can uh, can he can you see anything? It's just an indentation. It's not like a window. It's not. No, yeah, it's not. It doesn't go all the way through the
0: the stone. Okay. It's but maybe it's maybe an inch and a half or two inches deep.
4: Okay. Um, I would like to press my hand up against it. Kit, do you have something to say about that? <laughs> um, I'm
0: sorry. I did the names Bria? wrong. Bria, do you have something to say about that?
3: <laughs> it's too late now.
0: Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's what she said.
0: <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thanks. Oh my- Good. Um, okay. Sorry, Flick. Carry on.
4: <laughs> uh, I would just like to press my hand up against the indentation. I feel like Phoebe in that episode of Friends. I, just, I will just press my breasts up against you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's getting yeah. weird. Uh, okay,
4: you can put your sort of you, you can put your hand
0: in the indentation, and it's um, it's, it's quite smooth, uh, on the backside of where the indentation is, um, as if it were like this part of the stone was very clearly worked not with, with, uh, sculpture or design, but just to be, very smooth and precisely carved.
4: Okay. Do I notice anything? I, I'm actually okay. So Flick is going to kind of lose interest in uh, the building itself and start looking around at the surrounding areas. Okay. Um, he is there a, like a line of trees specifically.
0: Yeah. So all around the clearing, uh, in every direction is forest. And, uh, it's, you can see, like I said, from the edge of the clearing, you can see about a hundred feet into the forest and then it just gets denser and denser and you sort of can't see much past that. Give me a perception check though. 17. So, uh, you're sort of looking around and, uh, from the forest that's sort of
4: where you are on, on the
0: backside of this building.
4: Should we call that the north? I don't know what direction, just for like our reference.
0: Sure, let's, not I don't that know. any of you have I, any way I'm to know this, but like, let's looking call at it hot. the East. I'm look- sorry. <laughs> You're right, yeah, that's fine. So we're going to call that the East, which uh, eventually you will figure out is the East. Oh, um, sorry. No, it's, I mean, it's not a big secret, the cardinal yeah. directions of this world, it's fine. Uh, so from the East, uh, you hear uh, something moving through the underbrush of the forest, and you hear voices.
4: And tell me what languages you speak, Flick. I speak... Speak, common, infernal, elvish, and dwarvish. It is none of those languages.
0: Um, Great. Right. There are multiple voices, uh, and clearly, sort of two two people are are speaking, and they're they're very different. One of them has a sort of deep, uh, sort of guttural tone to his voice, and the other one has a sort of quiet sibilant quality to it. And as you're sort of listening and looking out that way, you see. A group of uh, creatures step forth from uh, the from the trees, about a hundred feet into the forest, so right at the edge of your vision of the forest. Um, and as okay. they step out, there are eight of them. Uh, four of them are large, pig faced uh, creatures uh, that you recognize uh, as orcs. Um,
4: Love those.
0: Three of them are very large, though. Uh, and give me a nature check flick. Fourteen. Uh, yeah, so you recognize these as something called Orogs, which are like, uh, they are a half-breed orc and ogre. Uh, okay. Much bigger and stronger than regular orcs. And then right next to them, you see these strange creatures come out. One of them uh, looks like, has has sort of the, the body and head of a black snake, Uh, but the arms and legs of a humanoid creature, it walks upright. What? Behind the black snake creature are three other creatures that all have some qualities of a snake. One of them has essentially a completely normal human body, except that its head and shoulders are scaled, and it has the eyes and mouth of a snake. One of them has uh, a human head and body, but has snakes instead of arms. And the third one has a human head and upper body, but from the waist down is uh, essentially a serpentine body. Um,
4: Great. So my personal nightmare.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yours and mine both. Uh, And they are uh, pretty determinedly coming towards uh, the clearing And they all have various weapons drawn. uh, And we're all going to roll initiative. And that's where we're going to stop for this week. Thanks so much for listening to our very first episode of The Last Refuge. If you enjoyed your listening experience, it would be awesome if you could leave us a review and a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you download your podcasts from. We're a brand new podcast, and we need to get the word out. And having lots of reviews and ratings really helps our placement on those services. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. Or you can email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. And spread the word. Tell your friends about us. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign. Sam Grezes, my technical consultant, and of course, all of you, our listeners. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have
1: Pazira, Kit, Briette.
0: and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all!